Welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Hey, how you doing? Harold S. Reed Jr. here, also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. If you don't know what motivation means, motive plus action equals results, and results equals success. Today, I want to talk to you about the difference between character and conduct. What I've come to discover a long time ago, actually, is that one of the problems people have in their relationships, and I'm not just talking about uh, romantic relationships, I'm really speaking more towards interpersonal relationships. So this is just whoever you're around, whoever you're dealing with or talking to, all right? Uh, One of the problems that I recognized a long time ago is that people have a problem separating conduct from character. And because of this, there, there is a development of friction that could be easily avoided if people knew how to recognize and make that difference when dealing with an issue. You see, what someone does may not necessarily be who they are, but when you approach someone with an issue you may have with something that they may have done, if you approach them in such a way where they have to feel or they feel that they have to defend themselves in terms of who they are, then that's, that's what's going to cause the problems. Uh, for example, if someone were to, and, and I've seen this happen, all right, especially working in loss prevention in my past before becoming a cop. If someone were to pick up an item and they have, you know, some other things in their hands, and I've seen this happen. They, they didn't know what to do. They didn't want to put the object down, but they put the object in their pocket and literally forgot because they did shopping some more or whatever. And then they walked out with that item. All right. And oh, I'm sorry. You know what I made? Uh, please. I didn't try to. And you could tell I, you develop a sense for who's trying to game you and who's trying to get over. Now, if somebody spends like $150 worth of stuff and they didn't do anything sneaky or whatever, you know, and then they forgot that they had that item on them, more than likely they might get a break, you know. And that was very rare to ha- even happen. But if you were to approach that person, if we were to approach that person like, oh, you're a thief, you stole, we're locking you up, then of course that person would feel some kind of way. Uh, another thing to look at would be, um, let's say somebody just said something that was out of line that offended you. Okay. And that's okay. Let's, let's, cause I don't think there's anybody listening to, to this podcast that hasn't said something out of pocket, whether they meant it or not. Okay. But let's just say for the sake of example, someone says something to you that, totally rubs you the wrong way, right? And you go after that person and you talk about how they ain't ish and they ain't nothing and they all kinds of dirty, foul, filth, florin, filth kind of people or whatever. 
All right. Now you go with somebody like that. Naturally, they're going to want to defend themselves. But if you were to approach that person and say, listen, what you said rubbed me the wrong way. Really, just that simple, you know, or what you did rubbed me the wrong way. That, too, is simple. So we can address that. See, when you put somebody in a position where they have to defend who they are, you're going to have a harder time than really just acknowledging what they did and have them acknowledge and, if necessary, defend that. See, it's far easier to defend or, or even apologize and atone for that which you've done than it is to apologize for who you are because we all are, hopefully those of us who are raised with good people were raised, or raised by good people were raised to love ourselves. So if you truly love yourself, you really don't want to find fault or wrong in yourself. Now, none of us are perfect, so that wrong and that fault and those flaws are going to be there, but we're really not, really not, let's be honest, we're really not trying to find those flaws. We really not trying to recognize those flaws and we sure as hell don't want somebody to come up in our face pointing those flaws out to us. I could do very fine or very bad by myself. Thank you very much. Right? But in all seriousness, as I just said, it's far easier to discuss someone to discuss with someone Uh, an issue regarding what they've done as opposed to having to discuss or deal with them having to defend who they are. Ask yourself, which would you rather deal with? Would you rather deal with addressing something you've done or try to have to justify to somebody who you are? You know, how many times have you been in a position where you had to ask, somebody came at you kind of greasy and you had to address them simply by saying, who the F do you think you're talking to? Or just who do you think you're talking to if profanity is not your proclivity, <laughs> you know? But sometimes, I, I listen, I'm not a perfect human being, never have claimed to be. But there, And there have been times when somebody came at me wrong and I really had to address, like, Who the F do you think you talking to, you know? And so when it comes to dealing with this issue, trust me when I tell you, and I'm not going to make this one a long podcast. I I think my last podcast, uh, the last episode was like a half hour. So I'm not making this one very long. I'm just trying to get across to you that if in having to deal with an issue, Uh, of an unsavory or potentially negative nature with another person, you will be far more productive in your efforts if you isolate and address what this person did as opposed to uh, putting them in a position where they have to defend who they are, right? So the first example I gave was someone who accidentally shoplifted. It's been known to happen, okay? But at the same time, there are people out there who are just straight thieves, okay? So how do you how do you differentiate the two? There are people out there, you know, no, I don't think there's any person walking the face of the planet 
of the age of consent, I'll say. No, I'll even go younger because I got a nine-year-old that tells the occasional fib. All right. So I don't think there's anybody in their right mind at this point in time who has, you know, been 100 percent totally truthful about everything that has ever come out of their mouth or been put on paper by their own hand in their life. Does that make them a liar? No. But look at it this way, right? I believe it was Ralph Waldo Emerson who said, uh, what you do or what you're doing speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. What you're doing speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. Now, take somebody like this person that is occupying the White House at this time in 2018 and who has been occupying the White House for the past two years. All right. I'm not going to get political, but this is the perfect example. What does this person do? He lies on a consistent basis. Never once does he accept accountability or responsibility for anything that comes out of his mouth, anything that people do in support of him. He doesn't accept anything that doesn't really praise him. Okay? Anything that goes against him, he doesn't he doesn't have he, he doesn't even acknowledge as being real. Anything that's not in his best interest. See, these are all character issues, you see. Now, when what you do speaks so loudly, what you say can't be heard, that is what happens when your conduct is descriptive of your character. See, there is a difference between what people do and who people are, but there are people who, I'm reminded of a Jay-Z verse, you was who you was before you came here. You was who you was before you came here. Okay. And then there's also the Maya Angelou quote that Hillary Clinton just bastardized the hell out of when she was running against Donald Trump. But basically what Maya Angelou says, when someone shows you who you are, believe them. Okay. So, I mean, but at the same time, the the purpose of this particular podcast is, is dealing more with how to avoid interpersonal conflicts. And again, one of the ways that I have found most beneficial in avoiding interpersonal conflicts is being able to differentiate between what someone has done and who that person is at their core. So when I look at someone like a Donald Trump, I see that as a despicable person at his core, a selfish, greedy person, a horrible human being. And it doesn't feel good saying it, but I'm not afraid to call a spade a spade. Okay. Um, his, his, his conduct is his character. Okay. So there's a perfect example of who and how not to be. Now, those of us who all have good sense, we know the differences between right and wrong. It is not rocket science. I believe that 
if you really take a deep look inside yourself and analyze yourself and understand that you wouldn't want anybody putting you in a position where you have to defend your character and you would much rather deal with a conversation involving what you may have said or what you may have done as opposed to having to defend who you are, if you reflect upon that for yourself, it will better guide you in dealing with other people who you feel may have done you wrong, albeit intentionally or unintentionally. And you have to be willing to look at something and really ask yourself, did this person mean to do me dirty or was this a mistake that I might initially be overreacting about? Now, again... The most important thing you could do is take a moment of pause before you even approach that person. Take a moment of pause. Take a moment of pause and ask yourself those questions. I guarantee you life will be a whole lot better. Listen, there was a time I was and I'm still I'm not going to front. I'm still very stubborn and bullheaded about certain things because I have my beliefs in and I'm going to I'm going to hold on to them as strongly as anybody else believes in the things they choose to believe in. However, what I will say is this. I have become uh, more open to understanding other points of view. All right. And, and, and in acknowledging that, you know what? That's just the way some people think. That's just the way some people are. And God bless them. I'm not trying to, one of the things I had to learn how to do was not bust my tail trying to change other people's way of thinking to my way of thinking and not get offended when they want to, when they don't want to see things the way I see things. That's just how it is. And when, when, with the advent of social media, that's one of the things I came to discover about a great many people all over the country, if not around the world, because I got kind of a reach when it comes to social media, you know, but, you know, I, I came to realize that a lot of people want you to see the world through their own personal lens. And if you don't or disagree or if they disagree with you and you don't, you know, capitulate to their their lens and their point of view, they really have a problem with you. It's not about that. You got to see the world through the lens that works best for you and respect other people's views as well. And and understand that we, you know, we're 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 all going to see the world differently. There are white people who can't see the world as I see the world. And there are ways in which uh, they see the world that I can't fully understand, you know. Um, but again, once you really go about looking towards and analyzing the differences between what someone has done and who they are, once you go about finding the difference and, and addressing the differences between or addressing someone's conduct rather than making them have to defend their character. You will discover you will have a better, far more easier time dealing with people and the issues you may have with them. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, I thank you for listening. Do me a favor, like this podcast and share 
this podcast. I invite you to follow me on any platform you've heard this podcast on, but primarily I would love for you to go to Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Look up this podcast, The Ice Talks, and select follow or favorite or friend or whatever option they give you to let you know whenever I drop a new podcast episode. Also, I'm trying to get these numbers up. Let me rephrase that because I hate the word try. I am striving and working towards getting these numbers up because the ultimate goal for this podcast is to get it distributed via iHeartRadio. So again, like, follow, favorite this podcast, share this podcast with your friends, family, and closest uh, associates or what have you, and get them to like it and follow it and friend it or whatever on Spreaker.com, looking up by the name of this title, The Ice Talks, all right? You guys take care of yourselves, Uh, have yourselves a great week, and you'll be hearing from me very soon. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Ice Talks, where we implement change every day.